Welcome to today's online message from Long Eaton Oasis Christian Centre. We are a church at the heart of the community, with a heart for the community. And we're so glad that you've joined us. We hope that you'll be inspired and encouraged today. Please don't hesitate to contact us. If you want to find out more, you can visit our website, www.longeatonoasis.co.uk, or you can direct message us. Thank you for joining us today. That's, so, that's heartfelt. So we're going to be continue as we uh, look together. We're going to take up a theme uh, just for this morning. I want to talk about God's, God's plan uh, only in a few minutes, in the 20 minutes that we're going to share together. But um, if you have a Bible, would you like to turn with me to the book of Proverbs? Uh, you might be turning to it on your tablet or your smartphone. But, um, and in Proverbs um, chapter 16... So Proverbs chapter 16, and um, it's verse 9. And Proverbs 16, verse 9, reads like this. Um, I'm reading from the New King James Version. It says, a man's heart plans his way. That means man, means mankind, man and woman. A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. Proverbs 16, verse 9. It's a brilliant, it's an amazing verse. It could be overlooked quite quickly. If you're reading through Proverbs and you've got a lot of Proverbs to read through, if you're doing a proverb each day, you whisk through them. Right. But that's quite amazing. Look at this. A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his step. Best laid plans of mice and men. There's a saying, isn't there? Best laid plans of, as mice and men. It means that, you know, we can make our plans, but what happens when they go adrift or when circumstance comes our way? How about this for a plan? I came across a story um, and it's about a guy called Donald Pugh. Donald Chip, his nickname was Pugh. He was, uh, what, he was an American. He still is an American. He's still alive. <laughs> it looks as if I'm talking about him being deceased. He's not. He's alive. And in 2016, the um, Ohio, a, a town called Lima in Ohio, so the Lima Police Department put out a, 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 whatever it is, a, a communique saying they need, wanted him for a misdemeanor. And they put out his photo. And uh, this guy, Donald Pugh, didn't like his photo. And so he went on Facebook and he said, here's a better photo. The other one that you put out is a terrible one. <laughs> this is all true. How about this is a plan? This is a plan that backfires, right? So that's his first photo, the top one. The second one, look, he looks a bit cool. Oh, you can't maybe tell, but it, you, can, you can look this up. He looks a bit cooler than the second one. Anyway, well, that at the time in 2016 got 2,000 likes one and a half thousand shares, something like 400 um, discussions, and then the police nabbed him eventually and got him. And, uh, but he is, he, you know, what was going through his mind at that time? Talk about keeping a low profile. You know, he, he heightened his profile, and the plan backfired because the police then nabbed him quite quickly. Um, talk about our plans and life's plans. You know, human beings, we can make our plans, can't we? But it's God who can direct them. I know that's a little bit of fun. It's a bit quirky, but it's a true story. It's actually happened to this guy. What was he thinking of when he did that? He had a moment of glory, but no. Um, he, you know, they caught him up with him. Well, look, there are three things that uh, I just want to unpack with that verse in Proverbs. The first thing is this, you know, is that we can, um, we can devise. Human beings, it says, you know, we, it says there in that verse, a man's heart plans his way. And uh, so we can devise, we can devise our way. 
Human beings, we, we are made in the image of God and uh, we're blessed with the wonderful ability to plan. Because we're made in the image of God, human beings are blessed with the wonderful ability to plan. I, I don't think she can, but, uh, well, no, sometimes she does set me up. My dog, Maggie, sometimes maybe, I don't know if she can plan her whole future, but she might plan to go for a walk and sit, sit, sit in a strategic place to say, come on, it's walkies time. But I don't think can actually look out and plan the whole future. Something about made in, being made in the image of God that God has given us the gift, is in, part of his imprint of his image, is that we have the ability to plan. You and I can plan our lives. We can make plans for tomorrow. You, could, you, could, you, you make plans about where you want to go in your job, what you want to do, where you'd like to, where you'd, what you'd like to achieve, who you'd like to be with, the house that you'd like to, with the area. You know, we make plans. That's quite, I mean, we take it for granted, but it's an amazing gift of God. It's part of the, being the, in the image of God that we can plan. And, it, and it's good. In many ways, it's good. And, uh, you know, we can look at our future, we can dream, we can make something almost out of nothing. It's quite remarkable, really, the human ability to make plans. It's quite remarkable. But, um, and so, it's, and so the, you know, the, the, the Proverbs, the writer of Proverbs, probably Solomon, he, he identifies this. He was a great king. He made incredible plans for an amazing temple, after all. It was one of the wonders of the world at that time, Solomon. And he says, a man's heart plans his way. And so true that is. You and I, we can devise. And this is part of the wonderful gift and ability of God. But I would say this is... Um, our plans aren't perfect, though. So isn't it amazing and wonderful that we can make plans, part of the gift of God, and make something out of nothing? But your plan and my plan for life, they're just not, they're not perfect. You're going to say, well, no one's perfect. Ah, yeah, that's true. Human beings, we're not perfect. And, and our plans and life can go astray. It's, the, it's behind the, the phrase, the best laid plans of mice and men. It's this idea that we can make plans, and how wonderful that is, but sometimes we're the, we, we can not be the victim, but circumstance can come our way that our plans, they don't go the way which we hope for or expect. And maybe right now you're in a situation that you're, you, you're not, you didn't want this. You, you, know, you, you, didn't, you didn't plan for this. And that's true. You know, we, we think, I've got my path, my life mapped out. And some people feel that their, their life is, we've planned it out to some degree. But what happens when we lose our way? You might be saying, sitting there right now saying, tell me about it. I need a way. What happens when we lose our way in life, on life's way? Uh, what, what happens when you and I trip up? When we do stuff that messes up the plan? Or someone does stuff in your life or my life that messes up my plan? You know, what happens when we, with life, we, we trip up? You know, we, we experience, as I said earlier, circumstance beyond our control. You know, something called a pandemic was something that absolutely cast a lot of people's plans asunder. And maybe you're experiencing aspects of what happened during the pandemic that you're experiencing that in your life right now. So you, you and I can devise, and as it says there, we can make plans. And it is wonderful. It's a gift of God. So I, I'm going to say something else in a minute, but I'm building this up. Plans aren't wrong, okay? But they're not perfect. That's the big but. They are not perfect. So we also read, second thing that we see um, in this verse is that we can devise, but it's God who direct, can direct and give direction. You read it there, it says in verse 9, 
A man's heart plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. God directs. And, um, you know, God is the Alpha and the Omega in the, in the letter to the, Revela- the Revelation. So God is the beginning and the end. He's the very beginning of existence and the end of all. He contains all that is in him. It's incredible. And so if that is the case, you know, he sees the big picture. God sees the big picture from the beginning to the end. He can make the end from the beginning and the beginning to the end. He sees outside of all of that. He, you, you and I do not have 360 degree vision. God has a complete vision of life. And so this is why then he makes perfect plans. And he can make something of our life and our life plans because of his perfection. But human beings, we, we are made in the image of God and we can make plans. How about that? And some of these plans are amazing. How good is that? Look at the world. There's a lot of good in our world. But we get lulled into thinking our plans are not perfect. Our plans are not perfect. You know, um, and so we, we see this with, with God, that he, he, he has the ability to direct. He says, the Lord directs our steps. In the NIV, it says, the Lord establishes. The New King James will say direct, and the word direct is translated established and, uh, in, in, in the NIV. You know, God sees the big picture your entire life, and he can see the smaller picture your every step. Isn't that amazing? I don't know about you, but I can't always, I might wish and have wishful thinking and hope and, and this is going to be like that. The future will be like that. God sees all. I don't. This is the imperfection aspect of my plans and your plans. And how amazing is this? God sees all and yet sees my step. I, I just, the enormous and the very particular, and my, my small steps. You know, speaking of small steps, so um, our, my granddaughter, uh, Myla, is now taking her steps. You'll, you'll begin to see her stand, begin to stand up and start to even take one or two steps on her own. And, and you know, we, family and friends and different family members, you, you know, you, you take, I can take Myla by, by her, you know, hold her hands and you'll see her walking around. Now she's, she's get, she won't be, won't be long before she's running around and uh, joining the rest of our little ones. But, um, you know, Myla walking her first steps. Uh, uh, it, you know, God is like that with, with, with you and I. He, he establishes. He holds our hands. You know, I mean, it's, it's, for me, it's, it's very pertinent now. Um, you know, if you hold Myla's hands, and I'm just thinking of God establishing my life, holding my hands, your hands. God wants to direct. He wants to establish. Hold your hands. Are you letting him? This is where we're going to go with this in the next few moments. Are we letting him? You know, he, he, he established, he, so I, I was holding my, our little Myla's hands and yet she was walking where she wanted to go but um, the other day in the garden, not wanting to go towards the pond but I sort of directed her, uh, didn't pull her a leader. She was walking but, and this is what God does with you and I. He, he, will, he will hold our hands and he will direct. He, he, will, he will draw us. He will call us. He will take us into a good place. He will guide our steps forward. And this is what the Father does for you and I. He, so when he says he directs you, he'll establish, he'll take you by the hand and he'll guide. And he will guide you and I. And his plans are perfect. He sees the beginning from the very end. And this is so important for you and I to lay hold of because we act as if 
We are the plans. and We can make our plans. And they are beautiful. And they're wonderful. It's a gift of God. I've said all of that. And yet, they're not perfect. God is perfect. Yet we act as if we've got it sussed. And this is where things go wrong. Now, there's a dilemma. And um, there is a dilemma. And... Uh, Devise, that's it, direct. And so the dilemma is this. It's not my plans versus God's plans. It's not your plans versus God's plans. If you're a Christian, that's not, my dilemma is, 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 it, is it my plans versus God's plans? You know, I've got my plans. Now, God, will you endorse my plans? Oh, how am I going to get your plans? What, you know, this, this whole thing about getting God's plan. Um, it's my plans in his hands. I, I would say it's that. This verse speaks of that. It's putting my plans in the hands of God. The plans that you and I make, put them in the hands of God. And, you know, um, I, there was a point in my life some years ago, quite a few years ago, probably, you know, 17, 18 years ago, and as a, as a pastor and as a, as a, a, a dad, and uh, I was living in another part of the country then, and I was looking for direction in my life as a Christian, as a Christian leader, uh, and something for my life. And it was, you know, a real sense of direction. And um, I, I've been, I was praying over quite a long time. Not every day, but so many times each week for a long, long time, saying, God, help me. What, what, what am I to do? I've got this thought or that thought. And, and I just kept coming and saying, God, please, please help. I'm, uh, I, I'm not sure what to do here. And, um, and I've been doing this for some time, giving God my thoughts and my plans. And I felt the Holy Spirit some months later say, um, either one, choose either one. I'm with you. I remember saying to Helen, do you know what? There's two things I've been, we've been praying about and, I've, and, I, and now I don't know what to do. <laughs> for me at that time, it might not be the same for you. This is just a, 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 an imperfect illustration. But I'm just saying that the Father's so good. Um, he would have stopped me from doing anything silly. But at that time, there was, I, I could have gone to, uh, two ways. And uh, I think God probably saw that they were both good. Uh, but, but I've been coming before him again and again and again and again and again and again and again. Two choices. And uh, either way, um, because I chose to serve, I chose to give, put my plans in his hands. And I think that's why he said that to me. The Holy Spirit said that to me. I don't know about you, but there are times in our lives where we, we have a plan. We, we get our plans. We do it. And then, and, then we, and then we say, oh, Lord, you know, would you bless that, please? You know, would you help me with that now? It's like putting a rubber stamp on a plan. And that isn't putting our plans in his hands. That isn't putting our plans in his hands. That's asking him to rubber stamp a plan. And then we wonder why he doesn't do such and such a thing. It's coming. So what do we do then? If that, because I do believe that God is a great God. And he, he has got good plans for you and for me. And his plan is perfect. Okay. And the third thing is this. If we devise God is the best he can direct. And if, if, um, if we have a plan, he takes us to the right place. Okay, and the third and final point is this. This is what puts it all together, and it's this. Oh, they all begin with D. Dedicate. If we devise, God directs, what have we got to do then? Uh, and, uh, you know, we, to get through this dilemma, we dedicate. If you look at, turn with me to verse 3 of chapter 16. Chapter 16, verses 1 to 9, is all about the sovereignty of God and plans and purposes. And in verse 3... It's interesting. It says, "Commit your." The New King James says, "Commit your ways to the Lord, and your thoughts will be established." 
Commit your ways to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. That word established again or directed. Commit your ways to the Lord and your thoughts, your life, your plans, your hopes, they'll be established, be held, guided. Isn't that amazing? And so this is why I'm saying dedicate. And dedication brings our, our, the plans that we devise and the direction of God, that it brings it all together. And uh, the writer of Proverbs says it in verse 3 there. Commit your works to the Lord and your thoughts will be established, it says in the other. The, the word commit literally means to, it comes from a Hebrew word that means to roll it out. Roll out. It's a bit similar to when the stone is rolled away from the tomb for Jesus. It means to roll out. In other words, roll out your life. Commit. Roll out your whole plans. All. Don't hold nothing back. Roll it all out. The whole lot. Give it all before God. Again and again and again. Roll it out. And that's what the word commit literally means. In other words, make, and I speak, I've spoke about this a lot, is make God your first thought, not your afterthought in your plans. It's a hard thing, challenging thing to do because we've been gifted in the image of God the ability to plan, which is amazing. And we, we will often make God our, and I say this because I've done this myself at times, being an afterthought. Oh, oh, oh please bless this, Lord. I'm committing, you, committing my plans to you. And we haven't because I haven't rolled them out and, and dedicated. And this is what we're called to, is the, the the writer of Proverbs says, is, is, a, is a wonderful way, dedication, to roll out at the beginning, a first thought. So in other words, simply this, make God our first thought, not our afterthought. As we plan about life, partner, husband, wife, you know, family, home, where we're going, should I do this, shouldn't I do that, the advice I should take, make God our first thought, not an afterthought. We're sort of drawing towards a, a, a closing and, and in a few moments going to ask the worship team to come back as we just, uh, just pray over this together. Psalm 119 verse uh, 105 um, says, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. Your plans, your path, your life. Psalm 119 verse 105, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. How good is that? You know, we can plan, but it's when we yield them to God that he places us. And not, oh, please now bless this. But at the very outset, as a first thought, should this, I give you this. Give me guidance on this. Help me with this. Empower this. You know, open the door or close the door. At the very outset, at the very outset and all throughout. And then it says there, he he. he directs, he will establish, he will establish and, and, and direct. I love this um, by Corrie ten Boom. Corrie ten Boom was a lady who went through the uh, Russian, uh, Russian, the German concentration camp in the uh, Second World War, and her, her dad and uh, her sister died in this particular camp. Uh, they were smuggling um, Jews, I think, is it out of Holland, Belgium, one of these countries like that, and uh, she went to a concentration camp because of this. And many of her family died. So she has something to say. And it was a Christian, a great faith, lady of great faith. So she's got something to say about plans and heart and hopes. And she said this, never be afraid to trust an unknown future to a known God. If ever there's a person who came through such difficulty and trial and tragedy and horror, never, how about that? What an amazing woman of faith. Something to learn from some of these great men and women of faith over the years. Never be afraid to trust. 
to, to unroll, to commit your plans, your hopes, your fears about the future, about today, about tomorrow, the unknown future to a known God. We act as if that unknown future, I've got it planned. I'll take this job, I'll take that job, and then I'll get to that place, and I'll buy this house. And, and we don't know what tomorrow brings. So that unknown future, let's entrust our lives to the known God, hey? How about that? You and I, giving our hearts afresh. And maybe today it's a case of, Lord, take my heart, take my life. Forgive me for running on ahead when I should have just waited a moment in you. And God is good. He's a good, good father. He's got plans that are good. He says he will direct. Didn't mean like, you've got to go there, even if you don't like it. He establishes and encourages, holds our hands and guides us along. How amazing is that picture of a, the, a father or a grandfather or a mother you know, guiding their little one uh, and holding their hands. And this is exactly the God whom we love and whom we serve. God bless you. Let's pray together. So as we you know, come before him, we, know we can devise. It's God who directs. And as we come and dedicate, we find his establishing hand upon our lives. I don't know about you, but what is it for your life today that it's a, a case of Lord be at the centre. Jesus be at the very centre. Please forgive me. I bring this thought. I bring my heart. I bring my life. I bring my loved ones. I've, my plans that I've been going along with. You know, if, if Lord, would you just be at the very centre of it all? Be at the centre of it all. You, you and I don't know what the future holds. And, and I, as I say that, I'm, I'm aware that around us right now, there are people worried or concerned about the future and about life. And, but, but let's entrust our hearts to the, the unknown future, to a known God, a good, good father, a good, good father. He's here. God is present this morning. He's here today. Let's pray together. Oh, you're indeed a good, good father. Almighty God, I just declare, uh, you know, you're a good, good father. As Habakkuk could say, even though the fig tree does not blossom, there's no fruit in the vine, the, the, the stock of, of, of goats and that, that is non-existent, and yet I will praise you. This morning, Father God, we lift up our hearts and lives to you, the living God, who cares you see the big picture, you know the whole future, and yet you know individual steps. How much do you care this morning for your creation, your children? So I pray, Father, this morning, as we open up our hearts and lives to you, we entrust our unknown future to you, the known Father of fathers. And we give our hearts and lives to you afresh today. Forgive us, Lord, if I've rushed ahead. Forgive me, Father, if I've done my own thing. Forgive me, Lord, if you've been an afterthought, not a first thought. But today, but today, I come to you anew and afresh. Create in me a clean heart, Father God. Receive my heart and life and my hopes, my fears, my dreams, my desire. I give to you, Father. Would you come, Holy Spirit, and empower our plans and people's lives and be at the very centre and heart of the lives and livelihoods and the hopes and fears of people that are gathered here, here right now, that are opening up their hearts to you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.